Good morning. You're listening to Morning Musings on Divine Mercy Radio with Matthew Hogan. And now, here's Matthew. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to Morning Musings. This is Matthew Hogan. Today, I am joined by Father Jarrett Conradi, who is currently stationed in Beloit. So you just got back from pilgrimage to Poland, correct? That is correct, yep, just last week. So could you tell us a few of the highlights from your trip, maybe, to get started? Ooh, great question. So uh, I would say some of the highlights for me, I was very excited in this trip because one of the individuals that had a huge impact on my vocation is Pope St. John Paul II. And so I definitely had expected and was excited about going to Varavice, which is his hometown, and then also Krakow, which is the, the city of his bishop. As he was a bishop, he served in Krakow for some years and actually taught at the university there. And so those two spots were a particular highlight for me. So we got, I got to have mass in the home parish of St. Pope John Paul II and actually where he was baptized. And then also just next door, which is where his flat, his family flat was, where they lived. I got to go through, which is now a museum. So we got to go through and see all of the layout of the house. But then also it was just a beautiful done museum of his, of his episcopate and then eventually of him becoming Pope and just a lot of the historical pieces and even his words and such. So that was very much a highlight for me, was Varovice and Krakow. Wow, that actually sounds incredible. One of my patron saints, my confirmation saint, St. Maximilian Kolbe, is also yes. well-known as one of the recent patron saints. I don't know if you were able to visit Auschwitz or any of the other concentration camps we when you were there. were, we were. So it's hard to talk about that one in the sense that you can't say, oh, it was great, because it's probably one of the darkest places on earth in terms of the evils and the atrocities that happened there. But it is quite the experience to be able to go there. And so we did get to go to, to Auschwitz and Birkenau and go through the entire tour of those places and actually see the room, the cell, where St. Maximilian and, and his companions that were with him eventually died. Or he obviously was finally, after being starved for so long and surviving, was injected and killed basically by the Nazis. And so, yeah, that was uh, that was intense. And that was uh, even, even as dark as it was, it was a highlight in the sense of the faith that still persisted in the midst of that darkness. Yeah, maybe a good way to put it from what I've heard from people who've gone there is that it's a very eye-opening experience would be possibly good words to use there. And I think, absolutely, absolutely. I think they have a shrine to St. Maximilian Colby there now, if I remember right. I do know that we got to go to Neapokalano, which is, well, that's where the religious order is that St. Maximilian was uh, a part of, and actually where the magazine that he published for years, we got to go through that museum as well and see that site, which was a highlight as well. Were you able to see some of the mountains that Pope St. JP II loved so much at all? Yeah, we were. In fact, that was one of the things that shocked me about Poland was as we were driving from north the the Baltic Sea down to the little bit more southwest part of the country, we drove across the countryside and I was like, wow, this looks actually it looked a lot like Kansas in terms of their wheat fields and cornfields and it was pretty flat. And so it was very similar to Kansas. And then we came down even further south and east and that's where you run into the mountains. And so you start to see the foothills and as 
as you approach Radovice, it gets much more hilly. And so, yeah, we were able to see the range off in the distance that Pope St. John Paul II would have hiked. We didn't get to hike them, but we did get to see them from a distance, so that was pretty cool. Yeah, the connections, even across the last couple millennia, there's so many saints and stories from Poland that it's really probably impossible to count for them all, especially since, you know, you can't hit them all in what's relatively a short trip, even if it's for even a couple weeks, you would still be like, I wasn't able to quite hit everything. So it's important to, it's important to make a list is what I've heard when going to Poland. Yes. Yeah, Pope St. John Paul II, St. Maximilian, and then oftentimes St. Faustina, the often, at least the top three or two of the, or three of the, the main players. And then we did get to also go to visit the order where St. Faustina was. I that was a pretty cool blessing as well and a highlight of the trip. We actually got to pray the Divine Mercy Chaplet with the sisters of that order in the little chapel where she would have prayed and, and actually her body, her remains are. Wow, that sounds like an extraordinary trip. It was truly a blessing, for sure. Yeah, it was a blessing for all of us. Yeah, so why is pilgrimage a good thing for Catholics to take or do? Yeah, that's a good question. I've kind of thought about that a little bit. The reality of our faith is so often we can kind of get into just a routine faith, and routines are obviously beautiful and important. And if we're not in routine, in fact, sometimes harder to live our faith. And so routines can be helpful. But the danger with routines, with faith, and not having opportunities outside of our routine is we kind of, we get a little bit closed off in terms of our vision, in terms of our understanding. And so I think in one way, pilgrimage exposes us to holy people, holy places, things that are there that can bolster us. I mean, that's ultimately what the saints do for us, is not only do they offer intercession, and we ask them for their prayers on our behalf before the Lord, but also they, their holiness and the places that they live and the things that they did are encouragements for us who are sort of walking the, the battle right now. And so that's one of the beautiful things about, I think, pilgrimage is it gives us an opportunity to come, come close to those individuals and to those places that have served as significant spots in our faith, significant spots in our history as a church, and therefore actually opportunities to bolster and encourage our faith. And so honestly, yeah, I would encourage anyone and everyone. And even, it doesn't have to be going, you know, across the Atlantic to go on pilgrimage. That You know, you can plan your family vacation to the Ozarks and find some shrines and, and various sort of holy sites that you could have as part of the trip, either there or back. So it doesn't have to be some grand pilgrimage trip, but that you can add pilgrimage into your vacation trip as opportunities to increase and encourage faith as well. Yeah, because some of the words that I really like that I find to be especially kind of powerful to kind of tack onto that is like the people who live in the world today were the church militant and the saints in heaven are the church triumphant because they've actually gone through life and they have succeeded and now been canonized as saints and they're triumphantly in heaven. And it's both inspiring to see places where they've walked and lived because incredibly enough, it's the same world we live in sometimes, even though that can feel really distant when you read about it in a textbook, at least in my opinion. Absolutely. Yeah, that, that is kind of what I was making reference to a little bit, and I didn't. I actually couldn't recall the term right off the top of my head, which I use it all, all the time, is the idea of church militant, that we are we are the ones who are walking the journey, the, doing the running the race, or whatever analogy, fighting the battle, whatever analogy you want to use for, for the mark of the church today. But that's the reality of those who have gone before us, are kind of the shining light that are there to encourage us, to cheer us on, the crowd of witnesses that are there. And I, and I think ultimately 
ultimately pilgrimage gives you the exposure to them in a unique way and is helpful. Yeah, and pilgrimage, like, it's it's a good sacrifice to make to some degree, because even when, as you mentioned, it's somewhere local, you still have to go out of your way in order to actually make it happen. But when you actually go and do it, it can be so rewarding and so fulfilling. I don't know Absolutely. if you have anything to say to and that. I, I, well, ultimately, what came to my mind as you were speaking there is just the reality. It's kind of back to that first topic that we discussed, which is balance and the reality that balance is so key when it comes to our lives and the you know the dangers of being out of balance when it comes to our faith. So I think of examples of if we only ever spend our resources on trips of vacation that are just recreational, that have no link to our faith in Jesus Christ and to our church, then in some ways we're out of balance if that's not in some capacity or another, at least something that we attempt or strive for. And it ultimately communicates that to our family, to our friends, if that's not part of what we're doing and what we're committed to and what our resources go toward, then yeah, it becomes a question of how how important is it to you. We will now return to the Sunrise Morning Show. <laughs> 